Bo Horvat's no longer available to the Boston Bruins after being acquired by the New York Islanders yesterday from the Vancouver Canucks. So what's next ahead of the trade deadline? Where do the Bruins now turn their gaze? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to beat. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. We've had a great January here on the podcast, and I'm excited to keep it going through the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs. So please do smash the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube so that you don't miss a thing. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, TV tweets, hockey commentary at Ian C. McLaren. All right, let's start with the big news around the NHL that has a ripple effect on our Boston Bruins. And that was the surprise announcement yesterday evening that the Vancouver Canucks have traded Bo Horvat, their captain and soon to be unrestricted free agent to the New York Islanders in exchange for Anthony Beauvillier, Uh, Aturati, and a 2023 first-round pick that is top 12 protected. Now, this deal comes over a month to go prior to the trade deadline. And like I said, it's a bit of a surprise having Horvat go to the New York Islanders. That wasn't a team that was really mentioned when it came to speculating where he would go. Horvat, of course, has had a tremendously successful opening to the 2023 season, 2022-23. He has 31 goals to date. Uh, He is nearing his career high in points already. And he gives the Islanders some important qualities right away. Locked on Islanders podcast host Gil Martin said in his reaction, very good on faceoffs, effective on the power play, certainly put the puck in the net, some really solid leadership qualities as well. He was the captain. Like I said, he's got 31 goals, 23 assists for 54 points in 49 games, already matched his career high in goals, seven points shy of his uh, single season point total set back in 2018-19. Matt Barzal has been a bit cold as of late, so the hope is that he can help take some of the offensive burden from their star center. Now, it's important to note that Horvat does have a 
21.7% shooting percentage this season. Like unlikely to maintain that on Long Island. Beauvillier was a 28th overall pick in 2015. Decent winger, hasn't quite popped. Topping out with career highs of 18 goals and 39 points in 68 games back in the COVID-shortened 2019-20 season. Raddy was a second-round pick, 52nd overall in 2021. Center, decent ceiling. For the Bruins to have matched that, you'd think they'd have had to trade one of uh, Brandon Carlo, Jake DeBrusque, Trent Frederick, um, Fabian Lysel, and their first-round pick this year to get it done. DeBrusque, better than Beauvillier. Lysel, higher pick than Ratty. The first-round pick will likely be lower than the Islanders. So let's say it would be Frederick, Lysel, and a first for Horvat. I mean, you can debate till you're red in the face as to whether the Bruins should have done that. The reality is Horvat is an unrestricted free agent this coming summer. There's no guarantee that he will stick around, although the Islanders will have exclusive negotiating rights, and the hope is, I'm sure, that they'll be able to lock him up. But the Bruins could very well still approach him in free agency if he reaches that point and add him to the mix moving forward. So do you want to cough up Frederick Lysel and a first, Carlo Lysel and a first? Take your pick of players to go along with Lysel and a first. That would be the base cost there. That's a tough ask, and um, some are breathing a sigh of relief, not only that the Bruins didn't do this, but also that he went to a team like the Islanders instead of, say, the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll take a look at the Eastern Conference power rankings here in a couple minutes, but right now the Islanders are on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. So it's a real gamble for them. They are hoping, betting, that Horvat can help them make up the difference in the playoff race. They are two points back of Pittsburgh for the second wildcard spot, but the Penguins have three games in hand. They're three points back of the Capitals for the first wildcard spot with the same amount of games played. So it's possible they could catch one of those two teams. They also have to leapfrog the Buffalo Sabres who have games in hand on the Islanders as well. So it's a big bet for the Islanders. A pretty big return for them. Again, that first round pick is top 12 protected. So if they, worst case is they miss the playoffs, but don't end up in the bottom 12 and therefore lose this year's. Um, actually, I guess worst case would be they just missed the playoffs, keep this year or lose this year's pick, or they defer the pick to next year and they're even worse. Uh, that would be the worst case for sure. So, where do the Bruins look now that Horvat's off the table? Well, I have this feeling that they're going to look 
Chicago way. Um, the guy that was instrumental in eliminating them last year in a game seven, Max Domi, a multi-positional player who brings some grit and toughness and scoring to the bottom six. Uh, more of affordable contract and also you don't need to break the bank in terms of a return uh, could they look also to Jonathan Taves as a fourth line center I mean that would be pretty ridiculous um, you have to think do they want to play with a guy who beat them in 2013 or do they want to bring a guy in who knows how to get it done and who has won multiple times Interesting question. I still think they need some depth in the bottom six, some depth on the blue line. Jake DeBrusque will be back soon to add some pop to the top six. So right now, Bo Horvat gone off the trade table. Although, theoretically, the Islanders, if they're out of the playoff race, come the trade deadline, they could flip him. So he's not necessarily fully off the table. And we know he can be signed in the offseason if that's the direction the Bruins want to go in. And uh, hopefully his value monetarily could drop if he slows down in an Islanders uniform with his shooting percentage more than likely to drop. So he's kind of off the table, still maybe on if the Islanders fall out of the race. He'll be available in the summer if they can't sign him. And the Bruins will now turn their gaze elsewhere when it comes to shoring up the roster for the postseason. We're going to look at the Eastern Conference power rankings here in a moment. Today's episode, though, is brought to you by FanDuel, and we're very excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with the no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads. Who'll score a touchdown? Their app is safe and secure, super easy to use, and you get paid on your winnings instantly. Join FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On and the NFL. All right, so let's take a look at the Eastern Conference standings at the moment. Only two teams below 500 in the standings at the moment, which is more a testament to the power of the loser point at this time. Those two teams are the Montreal Canadiens and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Irredeemable, no chance of catching up in the playoff race. Connor Bedard lottery bound. You could probably say the same for the Ottawa Senators and the Philadelphia Flyers, both of whom sit 
uh, at 500 currently and are seven points back of the first wildcard spot, six points back of the second wildcard spot. So I guess it's within reach, but they have minus 20 goal differential for the Flyers, minus nine for the Senators. It's going to be tough to not only make up the difference, but to leapfrog so many teams in the standings. In the bottom five, also in point percentage right now, are the Florida Panthers, a team that just beat the Bruins this past weekend. The Bruins, of course, had the late lead that they gave up the first time in franchise history that the Bruins led or took a lead in the final minute and then could not win the game. So that gave the Panthers a bit of life. Still, 519 point percentage, minus five goal differential, and uh, they have some work ahead of them in order to qualify for the postseason. So that's your bottom five. In 11th place this week, the Detroit Red Wings. They're four points back of Florida in the standings, but they have four games in hand. They have a better point percentage, a much worse goal differential, however, at minus 15. Those six teams are all minus goal differentials, and uh, it's incredibly difficult to qualify for the postseason if you have a negative goal differential. So who's in the top 10? Well, the Islanders talked about them quite a bit off the top, acquiring Bo Horvat, hoping to boost their plus four goal differential and also push them up in the playoff race. They're in 10th spot at the moment, quite a hill to climb for the New York Islanders. Ahead of them is the Washington Capitals. 26, 20, and 6 record, a plus 13 goal differential. They are in a wild card spot at the moment. But, like I said earlier, they have three more games played than the Buffalo Sabres and the Pittsburgh Penguins, who come in 8th and 7th in the power rankings this week. Penguins, I'm putting at 7th. They have a 582 point percentage. The Sabres with a 571 point percentage and a very impressive plus 20 goal differential. If you look at the actual standings, Buffalo, one point back of the Penguins, two points back of the Capitals. But again, they have three games in hand on Washington and could very well make up that difference. Uh, they could be a team that if they choose to be aggressive at the trade deadline, they very well could sneak in there as a fourth Atlantic team. So that's kind of the bottom of the standings right now. When it comes to sixth through first, it's a healthy mix of both Metro and Atlantic teams and sixth this week. The New York Rangers, 6-2-2 over their last 10, plus 28 goal differential, a 6.33 point percentage. In fifth, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
They are five points back of the Maple Leafs. They have three games in hand, however, and the Leafs will be without Austin Matthews for a few weeks after he suffered a knee injury uh, that will keep him out for a minimum of three weeks. So that could shift the balance of power in the middle of the Atlantic division. Home ice advantage, so key there. Although we saw Toronto lose last year in game seven on home ice to the those Tampa Bay Lightning. Those two teams, fifth and fourth, respectively. Toronto, 686 point percentage, plus 37 goal differential, 6-3-1 over their last 10. And the Bruins will be in Toronto tomorrow night to take on those Maple Leafs. Not much change in the top three. New Jersey Devils in third this week, 694 point percentage, a plus 40 goal differential, which is second in the conference. Carolina Hurricanes, number two team, just beat the Bruins. Five in a row, they've won. Seven, one, and two over their last 10. And they are nine points back of the Bruins with a game in hand. Boston, despite losing three in a row, they're still tops in the Eastern Conference. 6-3-1 and one over their last 10. 38-7-5, and five, 81 points through 50 games, an 8-10 point percentage, and a plus 78 goal differential, which is tops in the NHL by a wide margin. New Jersey and Dallas both second at plus 40. So yes, they've lost three in a row, but bigger picture, they're still in a pretty good spot. And don't forget, they've been playing without Jake DeBrusque for the last, well, month or so. Um, And still been pretty good. Add him back to the mix. Add some depth up front and on the blue line. Still the team to beat in the Eastern Conference and in the NHL. But of course, there are still some other good teams. Carolina, Toronto, Tampa, New Jersey, all to contend with in the East. Those are your top five teams in the NHL. We'll take a look at that uh, following the Maple Leafs game tomorrow night. A couple Bruins news and notes coming up after the break. This episode, however, is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, basically all the things. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by pro athletes, trusted by leading health experts like Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. To make it easy to get on board, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health 
and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so the Boston Bruins will be back in action tomorrow night in Toronto. And word is they will be bringing up some reinforcements from Providence after returning uh, Jonah Kopanen and Mark McLaughlin to the Providence Bruins yesterday. At first, it was speculated that this was a paper transaction. However, uh, there are some reports out there uh, that they will be recalling a couple players from uh, from Providence to take their place. And I want to give uh, credit to Mark Allred from the uh, BNG Productions, Black and Gold, who had this saying uh, that they will be recalling uh, Vinny Lettieri and uh, Jacob Lauco from the Providence Bruins. Uh, Lettieri has had a very good season for Providence after being signed this past offseason. In fact, he leads the Providence Bruins in scoring by quite a large margin. Uh, 16 goals, 21 assists for 37 points in 41 games. Lauko, 29 games. He's got 14 points to his name. Now, Lettieri is a NHL veteran. He's been around for several years now, 27 years old, and he has uh, several appearances at the NHL level with the New York Rangers and the Anaheim Ducks, seven goals, 11 assists in 82 games. Um, so be interesting to see what he can bring to the table here for the Bruins, presumably playing on the fourth line uh, in lieu of Thomas Nosek. So look for that announcement to be made today. And again, Credit to Mark Allred for being on that. Uh, and finally, yesterday, Matt Grizzlick and his father, John, were inducted into the Beanpot Hall of Fame on Monday. Very cool for uh, them to go in as a father and son duo. Grizzlick, of course, scoring the overtime winner against Northeastern to secure Boston University's 30th bean pot title back in 2015. Uh, and he said it meant the world to him to be inducted alongside his father. So very cool uh, there and uh, a nice way for them to spend the off day on Monday. Bruins practicing again today ahead of tomorrow night's game against the Leafs on tomorrow's podcast. We'll of course preview that game and bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Reminder that I'll be on vacation later this week into next week. Same time the Bruins are off. No coincidence there. Uh, but if anything huge does happen while I'm away, I will jump on and and, and record. Posternock extension, trades, etc. All right, friends, happy Tuesday. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here tomorrow 
on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.